Welcome back, everybody. So, hey, chances are, if you've been around this show or real estate in general, you've heard of short-term rentals. You've heard of mid-term rentals. You might not quite know which fits where, why, or how. Today's special guest definitely knows all about that. So we've got Brian Biernat zooming in all the way from beautiful Jackson, Mississippi. And, and Brian is a full-time real estate entrepreneur. And a lot of the reason he's able to focus on this full-time is exactly because of that, because of short-term rentals and mid-term rentals. So Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Dave. I appreciate, appreciate you having me on. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what got you into real estate in the first place, because I think that that started back in 2017, if not sooner. You didn't start out with short-term and mid-term rentals. You started out with something else. And I think, if I recall correctly, you kind of had a big life-changing thing that happened to you guys that, that really got you on yes. this Yes. Yes. What happened? That's my lovely wife peeking in. <laughs> um, my lovely wife. Welcome. Uh, well, yes, exactly. Um, we had a, we had some pretty life altering moments in 2016. Um, <clears throat> we, I, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer in February, wow. had surgery in March. And my lovely wife who just peeked in was uh, hit on her bicycle while riding on the trace <clears throat> and the guy left her. Wow. And so you know, those two things happened and and they and they say when you have those kind of moments, you tend to make some big decisions. And so one of the things we talked about was um well let me back up. I was I was in telecom for 28 years and I had moved probably three times for jobs. And I said, I don't want to move ever again for a job. Mm -hmm. This is it. You know, I'm 49 at the time. I'm 57 now. We don't want to do that. So yeah. we uh, once that happened, we started looking, we started talking, praying, asking, what 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 should we be looking at? And we both we both agreed real estate was something that was interesting to us. And so we started researching in 2016. And then we kind of jumped all in in 2017, started with wholesaling, yeah. just, you know, flipping, you know, equitable, equitable, interesting contracts. Uh, we do a little bit of that today, but not primarily. And and then we started into notes, and then we eventually we got to short short term rentals at the time, and now short and mid term rentals. All right. Well, thank you very much for that synopsis, and I'm so glad that obviously you and your wife are doing very well now, physically and and yeah. professionally, and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah those those kind of experiences really do give a guy and a gal a, a wake up call. And just kind of make you reevaluate everything. We, we realize how short life is and why the heck are we punching the clock for somebody else? Exactly. And, uh, you know, I loved my job. I love telecom. And as I tell people in 2017, <clears throat> I started an affair and um, just got to a point where it was very hard to go to my job. But I'm starting an affair with real estate. I don't want you to get in trouble with your wife, which she is. Here's this no, area. no, she knows. She knows. She's the one that kept me on and said, Don't be, don't be doing anything on I said, nope. On on the job time is 100 percent on the job. So we did it lunch hours and after hours. Wow. All um, right. Well, let's let's dive into what your real estate investing business looks like today. So maybe give me the big picture overview. What does your current portfolio consist of, Brian? So we, um, we, we have about, uh, I don't even know the exact count, somewhere around 10 or so notes, uh, seller finance notes where we buy properties rehab and then we sell them for affordable housing. Okay. We, we so, try to, sorry, appeal. You focus, 
are those mobile homes or are they regular uh, we houses? Do have a couple we do have a couple manufactured homes one manufactured home doing that um and, but most of them are single family rentals okay um they're in the probably the 70 to 80,000 dollar range here in South Jackson area yep. uh we try to appeal to people that um want to keep their rent down but become homeowners so we try to take market rents which are going which have gone up by the way quite a bit and they continue to go up but we try to keep them about 200 or so below market rents uh, that's that's one thing and then uh, we have at, at the moment we have 25 short-term rentals it's a variation of some arbitrage rental arbitrage we own we own some and then we host for other investors so we allow them to have the benefit of the business without having to be in the business Okay, so maybe I, I understand you having your own properties. Got it. Yep. I yep. understand the arbitrage, which is basically you're renting a place and then set with permission and subletting it out as a short-term Correct. rental. That's right. But maybe unwrap the the whole other investors working with other okay. investors. Yeah. Um. So we have we had people solicit to us, reach out to us, and said, "Hey, I've got a property. I'd like to short-term rental it." I don't know what I'm doing. You're a super host. You've obviously had some success. Love your website. Would you help me do? Would you help me do that? Okay. And we said, sure. Why not? So we um, we we have some guidelines and things we ask of the of the of the of the investor, the property owner, and then we have an agreement we sign just to make sure everyone's on the same page, and then we basically treat that property like it's just one of our own. Interesting. And you know, we pretty much deal with uh, our team handles all the day to day. Um, and at the end of the, at the end of the month, beginning of next month, they get a check and a report says how they did. So what, why do you like to do that instead of just doing the arbitrage model with those real estate investors? Well, honestly, they're not, they weren't interested in doing arbitrage. Oh, they, 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 they wanted the to do property, Airbnb, but not they, yeah, they, hands on. They, yeah. They bought a property and they said, Hey, we want to, we want to get this Airbnb thing. And, uh, you know, how can you, how can we work with you? Got it. We're like, okay. So we're like, so, we, so you're we, like a management we, company for these guys. And yeah, exactly. It, it, you know, we host it for them on the platforms and we host it on our website and we didn't solicit it. It, it kind of came to us. So, it was so do you do of, kind of a rev share there or just like a flat? Yeah, we do. We do. We do a split. That's right. That's yep. Yeah. On the well, that makes sense. That makes it more worthwhile for you guys for sure. Cause absolutely. I, I think the whole just management side of things is kind of a thankless job. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> we, we, we kind of refer to it as a host agreement or performance lease type thing. Nice. So. Nice. Well, I like that idea, Brian. So you got three different ways that you get involved that with, with that. Now you also do midterm rentals. So for folks that don't know the difference between short term and midterm, maybe explain it and the pros and cons of each. Okay. So when you think of short-term, think of less than 30 days. Uh, you're going to have a few more touches, a few more turnovers, right? Um, we don't do single night stays. I think that we do probably three to four days minimum. So you have more touches, more turns, right? You have to clean it more, touch it more. In the mid in the midterm market, it's 30 days plus. So you could be talking about medical professionals traveling in the area, uh, a sweet spot that we've gotten into is relocation with for realtors and also insurance specialists. So a tree falls on your house. You need, you don't want to stay in a hotel for the next three to six months. 
the company, the, the, the uh, State Farm, if it's State Farm, their adjuster calls one of these insurance specialists and they reach out to guys like me. <clears throat> and then I, uh, I provide them a place. That's smart. So, yeah. I like that. I've, I've, I've heard of other people doing the, the midterm rentals, focusing on the traveling professionals, medical right. professionals, that sort of thing. I've definitely also heard about it for relocation, but that's the first time that I've heard about it for insurance, insurance. and it just makes yeah. all sorts of sense. Right. Because yeah, yeah that's, that's a, you get a fire, you get a flood, you get something like yeah, that exactly. where the house is not completely destroyed, but it's going to take a hell of a long time to fix it up. Hotels get really expensive. Well, they get really, they're, they're very expensive. And and if you look at the value add between a short-term rental and a hotel, they, they both have their place, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not here to throw out the hotel industry. You know, I still stay in hotels from time to time, but if you're going to go somewhere for three, four, five nights or more, I don't want to stay in a hotel. I eat my own dog food. We stay in Airbnbs all the time. In fact, we we tried out a tiny home for the first time over the last this weekend at a real estate event. So, nice. so yeah, we like them. Uh, but re, the best way is the under thirty short term rental, over thirty mid term rental, and um, yeah. Uh, now, do you swap back and forth with some of the properties, or or do you kind of dedicate certain properties to? No, no, we really um, we we. <laughs> We, we kind of do a hybrid. So, you know, if we don't have a midterm, we'll, we'll just focus on the short term. Gotcha. Uh, it just really depends on the property. Most of the midterm stuff for us from the insurance and reload is usually two bedrooms or bigger. So we have about six that are studio slash one bedrooms. So those kind of gravitate to more of the short term, but we get a lot of business. Our website's been up now for over four years. So we get a lot of, we have good SEO so we get a lot of hits on um, the website, just people coming in for a week here, week there, two weeks. So we don't discriminate against either. And obviously, if if we wanted to have more of a focus on the midterm, we'd have to probably block our calendar a little more on the short term side. But thus far, we've been managing it OK. So, yeah, interesting stuff. So do you focus on one primary area for your short term and your midterm rentals or do you kind of have them all over the place? Um, we kind of have them in pockets, Dave. We have, there's certain areas within the Jackson Metro. Um, so we have some in Brandon. We have a couple on the water. We have a couple in Ridgeland <clears throat> near the water where we can do them. We have them in the core areas of Jackson, places called Fondren, Fondren North, Bellhaven. We kind of have them grouped together, Midtown. We have them in pockets. And that just, I mean, that's how we learn from our mentor, Mm -hmm. uh, give him a shout out. Al Williamson was one of the guys that helped us, uh, but we kind of have them in pockets. And but definitely uh, focused on Jackson, Mississippi. That's you're you're focused on Jackson that. Metro. So that includes Jackson, Hines County, Madison County, and and uh, Rankin County. Okay, very very good. Yep. So, with all of this experience that you guys have now over the years working with short term rentals and mid term rentals. I mean, obviously you're big fans of them, but it's not all sunshine and flowers. So maybe compare, compare and contrast. What what do you like the most about this business? And what are some of the things that aren't so great about it? Well, <clears throat> my wife and I are partners and there's things that she does really well that I don't like. Yeah. 
to do to let me back up. There's things she does really well that I don't want to be involved with. Yeah. And there's things that I do very well that she doesn't want to be involved with. Perfect. Each one of so, you is in your own lane. That's good. Exactly. Stay on your side of the fence. Stay in your lane. My lane in this part of our business is really more biz dev and marketing. So I kind of, and I kind of also help her oversee some maintenance issues with vendors. Um, she handles guest relations. She handles follow up with guests. And there's a good reason for that. Cause I, you know, the, the rating systems on some of these platforms are very um, uh, challenging at times, right? Someone's opinion is almost taken as gospel. And then you have to almost, and you don't really get a chance sometimes to really defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time with that. I, I, she's better on the guest relations side. I'm uh, hearing she's I'm, a little bit more diplomatic, but that. Yeah, I'm a little more. I'm, yeah, she's probably a little more diplomatic. I'm a little more direct, probably a little more, a little, little I hear you, man, uh, tougher dude. in that respect. But, you know, there's a reason why you have partners, right? And and if you, especially with your spouse. So, you know, what what, what she does well, we we, we focus on. And, and we also notice too, in dealing with people, sometimes, you know, depending on who we're dealing with and how they were brought up, it might be better for her to deal with them or me, depending on the situation, because, you know, it's just how we, it's just how America is. Right. I mean, you got to You got to adapt. So we work well in that respect, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest, the greatest guest relations person. And uh, she doesn't like to deal with some of the business side of things. Mm -hmm. I like, I like dealing with new clients, especially if it's an insurance person Mm -hmm. or a big company, we've had quite a few direct bookings from big companies that kind of repeat. So that's kind of my thing. And, and, and I did that a little bit in my telecom career too. So very cool. Kind of, so what, it, so what I'm hearing is one of the things you don't like about the business is how finicky the whole rating and review yeah. system can be. Your wife can deal with that a lot better, but yeah, but maybe for those of us who don't have direct experience with short-term rentals, tell me what your pet peeve is about the rating system. So the, the rating system is really, is, is really, it's, well, it, it's 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 completely a guess a guess, right? You could you could do everything really well, and someone's going to say, "Well, that was a four, mm-hmm. and a four is not a good rating if you're on Airbnb. You want fives because you have to maintain a four point eight rating to be a super host. So you could they could give you fives and everything, and if they think overall their opinion was a four, that's what it is. So there's no like there's no mathematical formula. Right. It's also oh, they, they give you little individual ratings and then one one global rating and they only pay attention to the global rating. The, the global rating carries carries the water, right? Mm-hmm. So um so that's a little that can be a little bit challenging. We we've done very well in that sense. Um on the short term side, there's you know, obviously you have you have challenges in real estate with anything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the some of the one of the big things is you have to have we we've developed a team. We have a, a, a team of runners. We have a team of cleaners, contractors. So it allows us to not have to necessarily be in all the business. There's a few things we still do, but um, sometimes that can be a little bit challenging. Um, mm-hmm. When you get a pipe that breaks here in Jackson, we have a lot of Yazoo clay. We have a lot of foundation problems. When a pipe breaks under a house on a slab and you have a guest coming Saturday and it's Thursday. Wow. Yeah. That can be a little bit, but there was a solution. I learned something new on how they fit how they fix those things. But, you know, that's just the life of a, an inv- real estate investor, right? Yeah, definitely. Those things come up. Uh, the, the the benefit of the midterm is once they go in there, I mean, they're in there and 
unless we're doing a filter change or a or a, a, a pest control mm -hmm. uh, spray. I mean, we don't really hear from them. We don't see them, and it's quiet. And right, they're not as finicky. They're 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 not as finicky. Um, yeah. typically for the most part, they're not. Plus, plus the the ratings don't really come into play so much there. There right? there are no ratings because those are usually direct bookings off platform. Mm. So, yeah, they yeah. come to us direct. So you pay the the payoff is the cash flow might not be as good, but the headache factor is far less. Would that be fair to say? Um, I would say the cash flow is. God, that's tough to say. I would say the cash flow in the midterm is probably a little better. Um, now, again, keep bear in mind, I'm not I'm not a vacation market, right? Hmm. So in a vacation market, that might be the case. I'm a tier two market. So people don't usually come to Jackson on vacation, although there are things to do here. Yeah. We're more of a business destination. Okay. So that's why convenient corporate housing is the name we chose. We We are attractive to businesses. Businesses come in contractors we get a lot tons of contractors pick an industry name an industry right now we have the sanderson farms golf tournament we have three or four pros staying in our properties and we have a, a gentleman that's heading up the entire operation in two of our houses so that's kind of our that's kind of our clientele that's that's kind of where we want to be right we do get some of those but i would say in the other markets that are more vacationing like let's say pensacola on the beach you know, 30A, you know, mm -hmm. the the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia, you know, um, Gatlinburg, th those are more vacation markets, right? So right. if you have enough of those daily and weekly, I, I think you, you could probably do pretty well. Okay. So, so, so just, I find that interesting because you're, so you're not in a vacation market, you're more of no. a business type situation. Too, too. So, the profitability is not as high for your short-term rentals as other areas. So actually your short-term and your midterm rentals are kind of similar as far as cash flow goes. So that would mean that you have a, a few more um, vacancies with the short-term rentals or just the, the average nightly rate is lower. Um, the average not. So let me, let me clarify. So the average, so the short-term rental business is good. Mm -hmm. Um, the midterm rental is longer stays. Yep. So house can be booked three, four, five months, right out. Whereas the short term, maybe it's only a week. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not, and I'm not saying we have a lot of vacancies. No, no, but you got uh, gaps. We, well, there, we could, we we may, we could, uh, but not necessarily. We, you know, we might have a property that has you know twenty plus days booked, which is sixty, you know, sixty percent in our book. That's kind of what we budget on. Yeah. Sixty. Uh, we've seen our rates go as high as 90 and, you know, probably somewhere in the seventies on average. Uh, I think the midterms just give you a more consistent, longer, out, right. longer uh, forward looking cash flow. Right? right. Whereas on the short term, sometimes you may only have 45, 60 days or less kind of purview. Right. So you may have some openings, but when you get those midterms in there, it, it locks it out for three, four, five, six months. Got it. If that makes yeah, plus, sense. Plus, I would imagine with the midterms, you, you're not having to spend as much on cleaning and and that sort of thing on fees That's right. for the different platforms, that kind yeah. of stuff. As That's well. right. So, yeah. You're not touching them as much. No, not at all. Yeah. No, very, very cool, Brian. Holy yeah. smokes. Well, time flies when we are having a fun conversation. So if people would like to connect with you and find out more, 
How can they do that? Well, um, they can connect with me. Um, I can give my cell number out if that's okay. If you'd like to, sure. Or if you've got a yeah. website or a YouTube channel. Well, go to our website. Go to Convenient Corporate Housing, Convenient Corporate Housing, all one word, dot com. And you can reach out to us there. Uh, you can hit us on our cell. You can reach out to us in email. You can also go to um, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We're on there as well. And TikTok. Fantastic. And, you're, you're a busy social media kind of guy. And we awesome. and we just we just launched a YouTube channel about 30 something days ago. Fantastic. All right, Brian. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing your experience and your insights into uh, short-term and mid-term rentals. I, I love what you're doing. I love that that niche, especially kind of dialing it in with the insurance companies. That's really, really smart. And being able to double dip sometimes, having a property yeah. that's short-term and mid-term and some that are yeah. dedicated more uh, one way or the other. So yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, Dave, thank you. It was, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode.